to another episode of the Spring Laser Podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Ferrier, and joining you today will be a special guest um, with a lot of knowledge as far as one of the biggest the biggest events in, in the turkey hunt community year-round, being the National Wild Turkey Federation uh, convention and sports show coming up in, well, I guess it's this month in, in February, so uh, February 17th or 19th. So we're going to get a, a good in-depth look at what uh, what we can expect and some stuff that for the folks who have been there before, some stuff going on that, that might be new, might be different, might have changed a little bit and stuff that uh, that you might haven't gotten a chance to see yet. And a, a little bit of a rundown on, on where everything is, what, every, what all is going on, and when you can expect a few uh, specific events to take place. And, and if you've ever been, you know how big of a deal this is. This is a not your everyday kind of outdoor expo that you see everywhere. This is a, a, a three days of nothing but turkey hunt stuff going on and and the booths are i mean it, it seems endless there's so many there and, and so many faces and voices that you recognize on you know whether it be tv or, or podcasts or stuff like that youtube and everything you'll you'll recognize so many people there and they get to shake hands with a lot of folks and and meet everyday turkey hunters left and right no matter where you look um i've only been one time and and that was to me it exceeded all expectations so if you've never been, take whatever you, you do have as your expectations and multiply it by 10 because that's exactly what it'll be, if not more. Um, the joke is huge. I ain't going to lie. It is a it is a big deal, and it, it is a lot of fun. And wear your walking shoes because you're going to cover some ground as you uh, as you make your loops around the, the booths and check out all kinds of stuff. And, and even when I was there, I didn't get to see everything. So I'm looking forward to hearing a lot of these things. And I'm going to be jotting a few down, making sure I try to make a few rounds to to catch them myself, but before we get into too much, I do want to extend a, a thorough thank you to everybody who has gotten behind Ballad of a Turkey Hunter over the past year. Uh, one year ago today, yours truly accidentally released a paperback version of the book on Amazon, hoping to get a couple proof copies. Woke up to a couple of text messages saying that some folks had bought the book and was looking forward to reading it, and to, uh, to my reply of, I wish you would tell me how you bought it because you're not supposed to be able to buy it. And um and not too long after that, a few it kind of made note that it was you know it was showing up as a bestseller on Amazon, and it's kind of the rest was history after that. And I just want to extend my personal gratitude to each and every one of y'all who did purchase the book, um, who have helped push it, helped support it, helped you know extend the word, passing it along to folks that that you think would enjoy the book. Uh, just all kinds of stuff, the the messages, the the stories, the everything that that I've heard kind of relating to it is has been nothing but a blessing to me, and I just want to make sure to, to publicly get this out there that I do appreciate each and every one of them, and, and folks like y'all are what make the world go round. Also, if you haven't yet, we've got a few new things kind of going up on the Springleaf website, one being the box call tee of the patent design of one of the first box calls invented, um, as well as the new bottom line snapbacks, and we've got a couple more that we might be releasing before the convention. I'm not going to spill those over quite yet that and we've got a, a, a couple new decals as well we got one that they wound up being a lot bigger than we thought it's a pretty cool one it's a this one with the hashtag save the pulse so um we've been getting i mean uh, so many just just folks out there trapping just so many uh direct messages text and 
and shout outs for folks out there doing the work, making sure that they're doing what they can to enable a, a healthy future of the wild turkey populations. And and speaking of folks that make the world go round, y'all make the turkey world go round because if it weren't for people like that, if it weren't for people like that that came generations ago, we wouldn't be doing this today. So those that are out there doing doing the work, getting out there, controlling nest predators, uh, prescribed burning. I know this past week was a, a great burn weekend down here in the south. A lot of folks out there um, riding through I twenty through the whole state of Alabama. I, saw, I could you know I could see smoke here and there you know on the horizon. That was awesome. And then kind of going back into uh, today's topic, which is you know what we're going to be talking about is is uh, a federation that's you know solely created for the benefit of the conservation of the wild turkey. If you don't, if you like me, I own, or I don't own, I lease or really kind of just barter it into about 80 acres worth of private land. That's all I got to uh, kind of, you know, set traps and do my part on, on that part. And, and there's a, I know there's a ton of other ways that, you know, I can get into when I can. Um, but as far as setting stone, just, you know, when it comes to private land, I don't have much. So when it comes to uh, anything, you know, volunteer-wise or anything donation-wise, I try to do what I can to uh, to extend that, that envelope forward in the realms of these big organizations that, that do benefit the turkey for research projects, for any type of foundation for that, no matter how big, how small. Um, just so happens today's happens to be one of the biggest in the nation and the, the definitely the biggest as far as um, the wild turkey is concerned. So we'll hop into that. Oh, one more quick uh, announcement. We've got a quick reminder just for those that uh, – that are in the Mississippi or really Alabama or Tennessee, Arkansas kind of area. We'll be in Startville, Mississippi, uh, February 23rd for a live podcast with the Primos crew with Lake and Jordan on the uh, Speak the Language podcast. Seals and I will be up there doing anything from swapping turkey hunting stories to uh, reliving the glory days to um, to some live Q&A. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a good time. It'll be fun nonetheless. So. We will get into today's quick conversation with our buddy Pete Mueller of the National Wild Turkey Federation. Going to give us a quick rundown of what we can expect February 17th through the 19th. Y'all listen in. All right, now we're recording. All right, all right, folks. We uh we had a little uh, hiccup there as far as uh the operator of this uh Roadcaster Pro here. Is ran by Roadcaster Amateur, apparently, uh, being yours truly. As uh, me and Pete just had an awesome conversation, or for a good about eight minutes and eight seconds on this uh, convention and sports show for the NWTF up in Nashville. Unfortunately, I was the only audience to that uh, to that uh, spill we got. So now that we are recording, Pete, I appreciate you taking the time to join us, even for a little bit extra, as we got to kind of go from square one and, and get the, get that info that I just received uh, personally to the to the listeners now that the recording button's hit. Absolutely, man. And honestly, it gives me a chance to even give it to you more concise <laughs> and straight to the point. Um, I find myself rambling sometimes. But no, man, it's uh, we're, we're really excited to be heading back to Nashville. It's been two years since we've been a- able to gather the, uh, the NWTF family flock and, and I think this is going to be an important year to celebrate a year of conservation successes. Um, you know, it, there, there's a lot of things that are still going on, even even with that whole pandemic happening. But I think people are itching to get out and uh, celebrate celebrate their passion for turkey hunting. So, you know, the, the cool thing about this event in Nashville, it's almost like two different events going on at once. Um, you have your exhibit hall, your sports show floor. That's where you can go find all those cool new products. 
some of your seminars. But then you also have that, that whole upstairs event gathering of the, the most dedicated volunteers are honoring, uh, you know, presenting awards to those dedicated volunteers and members that are really making the on the ground uh, work happen across the country. Um, also pr- gives us a chance to celebrate some entertainment. But, but the entire celebration, this entire party that we have of all these, these you know, dedicated conservationists, turkey hunters, it all kicks off kind of on Wednesday where you got two events to choose from. Um, there's a concert going on over at the Grand Old Opry, and it's got people like Craig Morgan, Chris Jansen, Tyler Farr, Megan Patrick, uh, Dylan Carmichael. But that's, that's an event that's being put on by the uh, NWTF uh, Foundation Board. And then you also have an event going on right there in the Gaylord. And again, if you've never been, if you're right there at the Gaylord Opryland, most everything that happens throughout the duration of convention is all under one roof, which is just kind of a neat experience in general. Um, but we have a pub crawl on Wednesday night, just kind of a way to ease into the, the front end of things right there in the pub district, come out, enjoy some, some live music. Um, these are ticketed events for both of those. So if you visit nwtf.org, you can find out about those. But the real meat of everything for the convention really happens on Thursday. And um, and it kicks off with something that we started uh, back in 2020. And these are what we're dubbing our rendezvous sessions. And these are, you know, everybody gathering in the, the big Delta ballroom, sitting down, listening to the state of the NWTF. But something special this year that we have is we're covering the state of the wild turkey. And uh, I believe it's going to be hosted by Mike Chamberlain. Everybody knows uh, Dr. Chamberlain from oh, yeah. his fantastic church. Tuesday post, um, but if uh, if you're if you're a dedicated turkey hunter and you really are just curious about what's going on with these birds, I think they're going to be talking research. You're going to be talking some of the stuff in the upcoming uh, wild turkey symposium where they're going to be covering. I think it's as many as 30 different research projects that are going on. But it's a chance to see all the work that's going on collaboratively um, between partners, state agencies, and, and again, just talking about what exactly is going on with the birds because. Um, there's some places where things are struggling, some places where birds are, are doing phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But I think they, they'll give you guys a good uh, a good understanding of the entire landscape. Um, so that, that's a key one that I think a lot of people are really going to want to tune into. And, again, that's Thursday morning. Uh, exhibit Hall opens later in the day on Thursday at 11 o'clock. That's your chance to get those first looks at a lot of products. Um, and then uh, we have a kickoff party later that night with, uh, I think it's like a southern rock band, Brothers Maven. Um, just kind of, again, uh, this is a family event. We've had a lot of people that, you know, they save up their vacation days to come to this and see all their yeah. friends and everything like that. So um, I, I think that's the front end, the, the high points. But, again, um, you've got calling competitions. You've got seminars. You've got custom call-making competitions. Uh, there, there's a lot of things going on there. And I'll try to cover as many of the high points as I think. Man, um, yeah. There's a few seminars that I think uh, people will really want to look out for. Um, something new that they started uh, either back in 2020 or maybe it's new for this year is these are your guys that are making your custom calls. They're putting on a few seminars. Uh, we've got box call making, uh, box call tutorial making with Mike Lapp. Uh, you've got a custom call making workshop with guest speakers Bob Bolter and Tim Oldham Jr. Um, everybody you know knows those guys in the call making world. Uh, Tim Oldham Jr., I think he's he's won three consecutive Earl Mickle Awards um, uh, for most decorative calls, or at least I think before the one that we ran this past summer, he had won three straight. Um, but fantastic guys to go learn from. 
And then we also just have our traditional seminars, and that's where we're going to have one that's covering um, trapping on your own property, how it can benefit your wildlife populations, and how that's one piece of the overall puzzle of, of helping to benefit your turkey populations. We've got seminars with Tetra Hearing on how to uh, how to use their product to not only um, help protect your hearing, but also just become a more effective turkey hunter um, because they've got uh, noise amplification that helps hone in on those frequencies, I think, that, that are, are being uh, uh, put out there by turkeys. Um, we've got things with Silencer Central seminars. Uh, I think um, one day they've got Melissa Bachman out there uh, that's going to be a part of that. I think the uh, the second one of those that they have, um, um, I, I know that their CEO will be there, but they're going to be talking about the benefits of suppressors and how they can actually help you uh, save your hearing in hunting situations as well, and, and also just changes to the overall process of getting suppressors. Um, we've got seminars with Onyx Map Hunt Stand on how to use their products to be a better turkey hunter. Um, Mark Prudom and Harold Knight, if you if you get a chance to make this one, this is a pretty hot seminar in my opinion. Um, Tube calling and Yelper calling, uh, trumpet calls with uh, with Harold Knight and Mark Prudham. And if you've never heard Harold Knight um, and Mark Prudham, get a chance to get in there. Mark Prudham, our most decorated caller uh, for Grand National Calling Competitions of all time. Uh, the guy is a, a wizard when it comes to trumpet calls. Um, so I think that covers a lot of stuff on the floor. I mean, if you look at the bigger picture of everything that's going on for all the ticketed events, you've got hunt auction, ladies auction, grand national auction. Those are chances to bid on awesome hunting trips, outdoor gear, uh, stuff for your home, vacations. I mean, there, there's the works there. And then we have raffles and, and uh, gun blast auctions going on down there on the exhibit hall floor. Um, again, there's probably too much to cover in a short time. <laughs> I but I, I think that, uh, you know the, the real big thing that I always try to hammer home on this particular event is this is a celebration that's put on for the members and the volunteers to, to help celebrate all the work that they're doing in the field. I mean, the, the on-the-ground conservation work, the ability to carry out turkey hunting research and wild turkey research and the, the, the events where they're introducing new people to the outdoors, all those things are made possible by those people that are dedicated NWCF members and volunteers. And, and this is really a chance to highlight them and the work that they've done. Um, so I, I think that that's an important thing, but again, you know, we're in Nashville, so there is live music to, uh, to partake in. We have, uh, again, we've got brothers Maven on Thursday. We have Stephanie Quayle, uh, I think on Friday, we have Chris Jansen closing out things on Saturday night. We also have a, uh, a short film festival that's going to be taking place directly following the awards banquet on Friday, where we've got a couple films that'll be getting uh, a, a first look, including a film put together by the guys over there at uh, Chasing 49 at Pale Horse Productions. Uh, and this is all about Gould's, uh, Gould's reintroduction and all the people that helped make that happen. It's a project they've been working on for a while. So we're pleased to debut that there. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting a lot of stuff. So I'll let you hit me with some questions. If I can fill in any of the details. That was like you said. That's a, as much as that was. Just that being the high points is kind of just exemplifies how big this joker is. I mean, I was talking about how you know I'd only been one time. I, I went in the year 2020, and um, you know, right before the um, the world shut down, it seemed like if I'd have known that was going to be my last chance to to shake hands with some folks for a, a good 18 months or so, I would have probably taken more advantage of it and 
you know, went around and, and congregated a little more. But, I mean, when I walked in, I was saying that that my expectations were high. I figured this would be, you know, amazing. You know, this was going to be big. But when I walked in, I was expecting, you know, just like a like an outdoor expo type deal and, and to find out that that's, that's only half. And even that only being half of this whole thing, that's not even considering the convention part. But the, the fact that that was probably – you know, 10 times bigger than anything else I'd ever seen was just, I mean, just blows you back at how, how many people that love turkey hunting can, can literally just congregate in one central area. And it's almost like walking into a, you know, a town in itself when you walk into, when, when you walk into Opryland and see all these folks and hear all these calls going left and right. And it's just, a, it's a really cool experience, just overall experience, just being there, being present in that moment is, is pretty cool. Um, something that's like a, I'd put it up there as a bucket list item if you've never gone. Um, but I did want to, you know, I, I'd seen a, a few different things here and there. And, and like you said, there's, there's so much going on throughout, you know, day one to day three or, you know, however long it lasts There's something every hour on the hour, every few minutes you break it down. I don't know how y'all keep up with all this over there. I, I would, I mean, that's, it's so much. I'm sure y'all are sleepless from now until, you know, February 19th or so, but, um, but a, a few things that I wanted to hit on, I hadn't got a chance. I saw where you hopped on the the Turkey Hunter podcast with uh, Andy and and um, and uh, Cameron, yeah. and uh, but I didn't get a chance. To, that was actually like queued on my on my ride from Mississippi to Georgia, and and wound up getting home, getting and, and unloading a bunch of stuff before I, before it came on. Um, but so I did want to see a a little bit about the the podcast situation. We're we're uh, we're gonna have a podcast booth there and and try to get as many guests on as possible. Um, I know a, a few folks have done it before. I think we talked to to our buddy Lake or somebody who, who had given a shot, or at least they were recording. There. They might not have had a booth or anything like that. But but kind of the who all we can expect there. I, I want to say at last I talked to you, you said they might be there at the Turkey Hunter podcast and a few more. Yeah, so that's something that I started a couple years ago. Actually, I think 2020 was the first year. But we always have a fair amount of, of media, whether it be – you know, your more traditional print guys or, or people that are in that, that more digital realm, they're coming in and they're wanting to cover the, uh, they're wanting to cover the convention and, mm-hmm. and meet and talk to people. But what was happening is they were either struggling to find people that were willing to leave the floor um, or people were leaving the floor and they were going off trying to find meeting rooms to go record podcasts and interviews and other things like that. Um, and it, there's not a lot of space right near the convention floor so we opened up this this area right inside of registration and it's the um what we're dubbing like our media roost uh area but it's a chance for for a select few podcasts to sit down and be able to have a a place close um to get together and record podcasts and you know it they can end up having some some noise there on the floor um but you know i think that kind of helps add to some of the excitement right. because you realize that there's a, a massive event going on. Right. Uh, this year, the four podcasts that we have on the floor are you guys, Turkey Hunter Podcast, Land and Legacy, uh, Matt Dye, Adam Keith, if you probably know those guys, and then uh, Southern Outdoorsmen as well. So that's my group of four that we got coming in this year. And it's, it's an area where, you know, those, those folks that listen to you, they'll be able to come in, they'll be able to see you recording podcasts live. Um, but it's it's again just a chance to 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 broaden the ability for the people that are there covering this huge event 
to get a little bit more space on the floor and and uh, and and have a share in that that excitement of, of everything that we've got going on. So, um, yeah, and Andy was there in 2020. I don't know if Cameron was a part of the podcast at that point, but uh, I've known Andy for a number of years now, and he's he's about as turkey as anybody else that I know. Um, so glad to have them back. And I think Landon Legacy was there uh, in 2020 as well. Um, the other ones that we had uh, in 2020 was um, uh, the hunting public was there. And then also um, some Nashville songwriters uh, that, that have some big cuts for some guys like Luke Combs and some other folks. Um, they also had a podcast at the time uh, called the brothers hunt mm-hmm. and they still do records and stuff. Old uh, Dan and Reed Isbell. Um, but they, uh, they were set up there on the floor and they, they cut a whole bunch of shows, um, podcasts right while they were there as well. So just kind of a a, a neat experience and a different way of letting people get involved, uh, especially from the side of the media where, you know, you guys are an important part of everything that's going on in the world of Turkey to begin with and trying to share all the great happenings that are going on with you guys is important to me. So, um, I don't know if, if you you have gotten a chance to share it with your audience, but um, you guys, um, actually both you and Austin, are going to be um, uh, a part of convention in, in a bigger way as well. Have you shared that with anybody yet? We have. We, we've we just let them know that we were going to be trying our hand at the uh, the hosting realm. Yeah, it's Saturday's awards banquet and, and uh, I guess, musical performance. And then again, right after that is, uh, right after all that's wrapped, music, the awards, that's when we'll have that live uh, or that film screening. For about an hour long, we'll have a series of different turkey turkey films that'll be showing. So um, kind of a, a neat way to close out the evening, trying something different that we've never done before. But, yeah, man, it's it's a massive event. Uh, you, are, you are correct that basically from the time that convention ends, and it's been a little bit different, obviously, not being there for two years, but – Typically, from the time that convention ends all the way to the beginning of next year, there's there's work going on with convention. Uh, it's definitely 90 miles an hour or or faster from about January 1 all the way to uh, to the first event. But again, this is something that we're expecting to be big. Um, last year that we were in Nashville, it was more than 57,000 people came through over the course of those days uh, that we were in town. So we're expecting it to be bigger and better this year. Because again, people are just itching to get out and go see all their their family friends all those those fellow turkey hunters and just spend time talking about their their favorite pastime man yeah and, and i'll say it's it's one of those things that you you go to a, a couple different trade shows here and there and you're kind of buying the usual products but like there's a lot of stuff there i know just walking around that you either didn't know exists or you didn't you didn't realize that you know new stuff was coming out that that more more was too uh like different brands and different stuff, new releases and products and stuff like that. I remember, you know, I wish I'd have brought a few more, few more uh, dollars there last time. I'm thinking, man, if I don't know, I was gonna have a shot at buying one of these. I would have, you know, at this price or you know before it hit the market, really, you know, all over the place. I was, I'd have been all over it. But aside from that, just being able to go around and, and shake hands with folks that you know that you see here every day or that you keep up with, especially now in the social media world. Um, and just being able to, you know, really talk with folks, and and like you said, I'm I'm looking forward to the podcast stuff. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be a lot of fun, and the awards, and 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 everything that's going on there, and and I'm looking forward to the the sounds and stuff of the convention itself. Just like I look forward to the sounds of spring and stuff like that when I hear a specific, you know, 
Tweety Bird out the window. You know, I know it's kind of heating up, getting time for spring. And same thing when you when you kind of get, the closer you get to hearing those turkey calls and the the loud congregation of people and stuff like that. It, you know, it kind of kind of gets you going that knowing this is the official kickoff of turkey season. And and there's a lot of folks in there that are looking forward to it just as much as you are. Um, but no, nah, I'm nevertheless looking forward to it, buddy. Absolutely, man. I, I tell you, it's it's one of those things that just for me over the course of my eight years now of working with Turkey Federation, but it just kind of fits into my timeline of tur- turkey season is just right around the corner. Mm-hmm. There's there's and being fully immersed in that and making sure that that it's that we're putting it out there in front of people and people are getting to see all the sights and sounds and there's a good show for everybody that comes. But then I know literally like two to three weeks after that, depending on what time of year it is. I mean, we're then at that point you're looking at seasons kicking off in Florida, really? um, you know, and that mm-hmm. zone. So it's, it, it's closer, it's closer than you think, you know, there's part of me that's still sitting there, you know, thinking about deer season. It was, <laughs> didn't feel like it was all that long ago, <laughs> but I'm, I'm itching to hear some birds gobble for sure. It so, won't be long, uh, buddy. It's that primer for it all. And this, um, the, the, I don't, I think I'll call it the official kickoff of, I don't I hope that's not a trademarked uh, phrase from somebody, but the official kickoff of turkey season. Um, cause we all know that, and we, and we actually do, you know, we have analytics and stuff when it comes to podcasts and, and, and all kinds of stuff, web traffic and stuff like that. And, and sure enough, about February, you bet on Valentine's Day around the time that the NW convention kicks off, it, it starts skyrocketing. Folks' minds start, they kind of end drifting and they start beelining towards turkeys. I feel like, and and some of us, I feel like we think about it year round, but it definitely it, it never ceases to amaze me how quickly and how abruptly it can it can amp up this time of year. Is, is you're getting ready for the getting ready part, and this is this is one of those getting ready for the getting ready parts, um, and it's a fun time too, man. I I probably have to go back um, and look at the exact quote, but I want to say it was either Cuz or Toxie. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Malty Oak, but one of them, I think, uh, in in some recording that we did one year at convention, talked about it being almost like a a a spiritual New Year or the that spiritual uh, beginning of that that sacred mm-hmm. season for Turkey. Talking about convention, kind of being that kickoff that that uh, that just if you didn't have the the bug before, by the end of convention, if you've gone to it, by the end of it, you you got it bad, and you you're itching it. for that area. So yeah, that's um, exactly I'm right. I'm sure one of them will reach out and go, "Hey, that was me." But uh, <laughs> but now it's totally the truth, man. It's this, for for anybody that, that lives and breathes turkey, uh, you know, whether it's year round, still that you, you get you get real amped up for this time of year. Heck yeah, and I know I'm I'm getting amped up, and um and I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm not stressing yet. We, I think everything's going to work out when it comes to uh, stocking up this inventory and stuff. I know some people, they're looking forward to it, and then some people are, you know, in the back of their mind, they're going, oh, Lord, I hope, you know, I hope we're ready. And that was kind of me about a week ago as we had a lot of stuff coming in, going out, and uh, kind of some sales picking up a little sooner than we thought they would on some of the new releases and stuff. And I'm thinking, you know, we might need to slow it down, make sure we got stuff to put in the booth and, and I think we've got everything lined out, right. of course, with the supply chain going on still from the effects of COVID. It's, it's a whirlwind getting, you know, certain brands and stuff like that. But so is there anybody there that is going to have a booth, you know, I tip my cap to you just for taking care of business and getting there and getting folks, uh, getting stuff there for folks to take a look at. And more importantly, just 
I'd go if we didn't have a single product to sell just to make sure I could talk to other folks that are, are like-minded in the sense of wild turkeys and, and, um, and just, you know, hang out with, with folks that you hear from every now and then, especially during spring. Absolutely, man. Yeah, that's a, the, the sports show floor. You guys are going to have a booth down there. Now, that, that's one thing that we, we did change in 2020, and most people have caught on to it. Uh, in previous years, it was open uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Now it's open Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So Saturday is when the, the sports show floor closes. Sunday, the only event happening for uh, part of the convention is our worship service uh, first thing that morning. Um, but, yeah, if, if you're going to be down on the floor, uh, things open up for the first time on Thursday at 11, and that gives you a chance to get in there, go there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, I'm sure it'll be elbow to elbow down there. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You're going to be on the floor going and picking up your Spring Legion gear, hitting up turkey shop, getting any of your, your NWTF gear. Um, from any of the licensee partners, um, that's your days to do it. Now, I think that uh, I want to hit on one more thing um, <laughs> before I, before I let you, you know, cut me off. The calling competitions; these are your 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 top top uh, turkey callers in the country. These are your guys that you know. If you close your eyes and you listen to the the scenarios that they run down, you would think that you're waking up in the turkey woods. Um, but there's a series of competitions that you really want to tune into. My favorite one is actually probably the gobbling and owl hooting. And that one takes place um, it, ma- mainly because that's the one that you hear. Uh, that's that's the one that you're going to hear any of the the vocalizations outside of just your normal hen stuff. Majority of uh, which is pretty much everything that you're going to hear on the floor. But your gobbling and owl hooting, those are done on Thursday from 5 to 8 p.m. Um, and then from there, it rolls into um, all of your other competitions. You got your team air friction. You got your senior prelims, um, I think, that take place on uh, Friday Friday night. This is the cool one, uh, or Friday afternoon into the night. That's your youth competition sponsored by Mossy Oak. But those are your kids that are getting out there, and, you know, they, they could probably call better than most of the adult turkey oh, yeah. hunters, including myself, that are out there. And uh, running box calls, mouth calls, pot call. I mean, they do it all. And uh, even just the ability to get up on stage and run those calls the way they do is, is impressive to me. Um, and then Saturday, things close off with your finals for your friction and your senior finals. Those all will be streamed online. So if you don't get a chance to be in Nashville and you want to catch those, we will have those out on our social channels, uh, primarily on Facebook, I think. But um, those are always just a, a – a, a, an item that people really like to go and check out so we put the, the effort into making sure that those are available online man yeah and that's one of them that i'll be checking out whether we're in the booth whichever booth we're in um we'll be tuning into that because that's you know something of my interest is is getting to see stuff like that that is kind of a uh not a, a once a year kind of deal you know there, it's not something that that happens all the time not something you can go home and buy online or, or see there or something like that you know it's it's kind of cool just to the the you know the competitive nature of, of folks especially as concentrated as the niche of turkey hunters getting at it and and some of the you know it'll, it'll blow your mind listening to some of these folks um and, and and like you said the kids i think that's the coolest thing just you know a kid getting up there in front of folks and, and doing something on a stage as, as grand as that is is you know that's, that's awesome in itself every one of them that are there 
and then from and, and I promise you a lot. I'm probably sound better than I do in the woods. Um, that that's a, a sight to see, a, a sound to hear. I, I think one of the neatest parts just as a turkey hunter in general is if you listen to that, and especially if you listen to ones like the senior, the senior mm-hmm. finals, the two live judging. Um, that that's something that you can listen to the critiquing, and even take some of that advice, you know, to yeah. heart on your own call and learn to be a better caller just by watching and listening to it. Um, I mean, even if you look at it just, you know, outside of the whole perspective of I'm just watching guys that are making noises I didn't even make, I didn't even know were possible yeah. to make on the diaphragm call. Um, you can actually become a better turkey caller by listening. Cool thing this year, um, uh, a guy that actually helped bring the calling competitions to the level that they are now, a uh, guy by the name of Rob Keck, some people might know him. Um, he'll actually be the MC of the senior finals, but, uh, that guy knows turkey calling. He can analyze it. Um, and, again, back in his days of being CEO, he, he kind of helped change the competition to what it is now. Um, so that, I think that'll be a need for a lot of people watching. Cool. Well, Pete, we'll wrap it up real quick. Um, we'll, uh, we got some work to do, and we'll get on it. And I really do appreciate you joining us for a, a quick rundown. A lot of that was beneficial to me because, like I said, you know, when I kind of went into it, a uh, year or so ago, I, I still call it last year, but it was really two years ago. Um, that was my first and only time. And, you know, a lot of it was, you know, you feel lost half the time because you know there's so much going on, but you don't know where you're at. And, you know, a little bit of prior preparation goes a long way for an event that big and, and something that special. And, and when there's that many good things going on, I, you know, it's hard to be in that area and miss it. It's, a, it's one of those things you want to you wanna max out, max it out, you know, that potential of, of getting to experience all the experiences from the pub crawl to the – calling competitions to, to everything in between to, to all the, and the knowledge you learn the stuff that you can't buy is, is, is everywhere. Um, the, the best of the best and a, and a lot of the different subsectors of the industry are there. And I mean, that's why they do it. Anybody that does it, they, they do it for the, the sake of passing something intangible on, I feel like. And, and there's, it's just everywhere, everywhere you look at every corner in, in that building for those few days and something that is, is a waste not to take advantage of that. Um, in my opinion, but, um, but buddy, we appreciate you, you hitting on all the high points and, and we're really looking forward to being there, um, to our listeners. We'll be in, I believe it's three or four, booth three or four should be when you walk in. Um, I think you should see it. You might not, if not, we'll try to direct you and we'll have that podcast there and, and look forward to folks stopping by, swinging by, saying hello. And we got a, we got a lot of folks that we've talked to. They're going to swing by the booth for, for folks to see as well. And, we got we got a lot of stuff planned and a lot of stuff yet to plan, but but it's a it's going to be a fun event nonetheless. No problem, man. I just say for anybody that's looking to plan their their trip there, visit nwtf.org/convention. We've got the full rundown of all the seminars, uh, the different hours, the different things. You can buy all your tickets there. One thing I'd encourage anybody to do: pre-register for your wristband. That way, you just get it yeah. done ahead of uh, ahead of arrival. Members get in free. Um, if you're not yet a member, 35 bucks at the door, but that gets you a $25 Bass promo card. You also get uh, your year's membership to the NWTF. Um, honestly, it's a no-brainer. Um, but plan, plan your trip. Look for the convention sports show app to come out within the next couple weeks. That way you can even awesome. start planning some of your stuff that way. But again, the more that you know about what you want to do when you get there, the less overwhelming it'll be. But I'm looking forward to it. See everybody in Nashville in February. 
Absolutely. And to our listeners, we will see you there as well, and we'll see you next week here on the Spring Legion Podcast. Thank you all for listening. Thank you.